0: Hello, welcome back to Sparrow Talk Presents. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about pie in the sky. Pie in the sky. Sky. Uh, With me, I have my regular co-hosts, Tom and Graham. Would you like to say hello, Tom? Hey. How about you, Graham? Would you like to say hi? Yeah. Hello. Thank you very much. Um, So without further ado, Graham's going to introduce the show.
1: Pie in the Sky. That's right, I am. Um, Pie in the Sky, it ran for five seasons on BBC One between the years 1994 and 1997. 40 episodes in total. So they packed him in. Uh, to my mind, a classic tea-time drama. I'm guessing it went out in tea-time, but I haven't done the research. Mm. No one's challenging me, we'll go with that. Pie in the Sky stars Richard Griffiths as the titular Ian Pie. Not really. Uh He's not really. He's Henry Crabb. Henry Crabb is a highly skilled detective with over 25 years' experience behind him when the series starts. And he's about to enter um, semi-retirement to open the restaurant of the show's title. Uh, Pie
2: in the Sky. Pie in, Pie the, in sky.
1: the Sky. Ian Pie. Semi-retirement, i say, um, because his chief inspector, chief constable, won't let him hang up his gun and badge for, for good. Uh, he has to keep one... Uh, hand in the old police game pie. I think Keith might explain why yeah that's right um,
0: Yeah, he will. just why he has to keep his fi- all of his, his fi- fingers some of his fingers, fingers in a pie a different pie to pie. pie
1: in the sky police pie yep. so that's coming up uh, the role was created specifically for Richard Griffiths um, I have some Richard Griffiths trivia, there's a lot out there so I'll select a couple uh, Richard Griffiths' parents were both deaf interesting Tom's doing an interesting face. He's interested. Yeah, it is interesting, isn't it? To sign from a young age. Um. He had many siblings, and many of them died at a very young age. Quite sad. Mm. In later news, he was twice considered for the role of the Doctor from Doctor Who. He would have made a good one. Uh, He was offered it, I think, instead of... Before Tom Baker took it, but Griffiths was unavailable, and then was considered instead of Colin Baker.
2: Of course, starting with Nell and I, with Paul McGann.
1: Indeed, that's good. And... Who's the other chap? Richard, Richard e. Grant. E. Grant Also played so Doctor. Doctor. Mm, Char- oh, no. the Doctor Char- In Shark There's a version of Shadow. Char- yeah, an animated it? version Awful
2: I've got another um, Peter Tr- Well, not really But um, Richard Griffiths This mm. isn't the only chef He's ever played on television Because he also appeared As Swelter In the BBC adaptation Of Mervyn Peake's Gormenghast Oh, is that right? Which I've not actually seen But I've, I've, read, the, I've read the book
0: Course. A very learned chap, aren't you? He was in Police Squad as well. No, Police Squad, Naked Gun. Naked That's gun, right. Two. Second and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. yeah. Was
1: it two and a half? Isn't it? Sort of twice, isn't he? Playing two characters, dual role. That's the measure of the yeah. man.
0: Professor Albert
2: Meinheimer. That's it. Oh, and yeah. I forget
1: the name of the assassin. Or like the. Yeah, oh, yeah, the sort of uh, strong Texan accent. Yeah. He plays a, a closeted gay man in Naked Gun. And he plays. Played quite a few gay men in his career. People always assumed he was gay, but he was not. Hmm. Uh, last fact: Jack Whitehall was his godson.
2: Huh?
1: There you go. Have that. Jack Whitehall. Jack Whitehall.
2: Yeah, I don't like him. I also don't care for Jack
1: Whitehall. No. Hmm. Well, we're not here to cast judgment on well, Jack Whitehall. Thank goodness. Just thought you'd like to know that. It'd be a very blue episode if we were. Um, I'm nearly ready to pass over to Keith for origins.
0: But beforehand,
1: uh, I'm just going to give you a linter's number. Yes, guess it.
2: Um, one. Yeah, yeah,
1: oh. yeah. Fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, Selena Caddle, who plays Faith in one of the episodes we're going to talk about. Uh, oh, yeah, that's good.
0: Oh, good you're, clicking. Rhythmic clicking.
1: Um, she was in Nutrix. Of course, she was. Oh. Uh, Pine sky is very much Nutrix for the nineties crowd you know mm. that kind of warm easygoing TV cop drama
2: I don't think I've, I've probably disclosed this before but I don't think I've ever watched an episode of New Tricks okay
1: you've watched the right amount of New
2: Tricks <laughs> 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 I feel like I've, I've watched too much New Tricks actually <laughs> just from the, the adverts and, no I'm sure it's wonderful
1: it's got Lindus, it? so, you know, can't be no. all that Keith mm. talk to us about Origins Origins
3: Origins Origins, origins.
0: origins. origins. Uh, well yeah So uh, Graham covered a little bit of this Episode 1 was a good episode mm. Actually I'm a little bit sad That you weren't able to share it with me Tom and not, not you at home uh, Tom and Graham It was I the best episode out of the fall. ones we watched Yeah I felt like they Were kind of like uh, Knock off Bond writers oh, Michael hmm. Kitchen of Bond starred yeah. in the first episode oh. Um so. it's a son called
2: Fitted Hmm? He's got called <laughs> Fitted hmm?
0: Don't get it. Fitted Bond. Oh,
2: never
0: mind. Fitted Michael. No, no it's
2: last. No, it's first name.
0: <laughs> Richard. Oh, God damn Stan. So <laughs> who um, does he play in James Bond? A, a baddie. Okay. I oh, know James Bond, so he plays uh, like a chief of staff at MI six. Okay. does he play in
2: play, uh, A baddie. A baddie.
0: Uh, so the, the episode starts with a bust, a big bust. And they're like they're in. <laughs> that's sort of a naked gun now, <laughs> it is, isn't it? Um, <laughs> face. Um, and uh, Richard Griffiths is there. It's say Kerr. Griffiths. It's it it time it? it it just, just it, establish uh, that yeah. now. Yeah, I was, I was calling him Richard G. Richard G. Dicky G. Dick G. Uh, yeah, so they're, they're there to to bust some baddies. Um, and Henry's assistant is there in attendance talking about how great Henry is and what a good sense of smell he has and how he's wasted in the police industry mm-hmm. and maybe he really should open that restaurant obviously he he does do that otherwise those four or five series yep. wouldn't have probably happened five seasons thanks for listening five seasons uh, 1994 tea time maybe <laughs> yeah they're all in 1994 at tea time one a week except for at Christmas I <laughs> oh, yeah, it was the in the sky Christmas special (laughs) mince pie in the sky mince pie in the sky (laughs) that's good that would have been very good Um, so um, they think that they are there before the baddies arrival they see a car coming along and like look chaps here are the baddies let's get after them and they all do that apart from Henry who mysteriously stays behind he walks to some uh, derelict building and there's Michael Kitchen awaiting him Mm -hmm. which room's he in he is Come in on. upstairs room, <laughs> an upstairs room uh, with a table uh, with a bottle of wine. Yeah, he's opening. Okay. And a, and a small dish of prosciutto.
2: Ah.
0: It's like a ham. Mm, I'm aware of it. Um, yeah, and so they had this sort of slightly old-school Bondian conversation. Like, you know, I've been expecting you. We share a love of fine wines, blah, 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 blah. Anyway... He shoots Henry Crab in the leg. Oh, I know, I know. he tries to bribe him and shoots him in the leg. Crab's leg? Crab's leg. <laughs> he, and then he has a crabby leg. <laughs> which is very sad.
2: Don't be shellfish.
0: <laughs> you know, it's actually just a, fl- a flavour they put in, isn't it? It's not real crab. Is that They're, right? Uh, crab sticks. In crabs, yes, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. If you had a crab's leg, probably crab.
2: Can you eat crab's legs? Certainly, yeah. go. it bolted in the... the- Main bodice. <laughs> I
0: thought you got some out of the crab leg. Yeah, we can suck it out. Yeah, we? suck it out. Snap it off and suck it out. Well,
2: let's let's
0: move on. Mm. Uh, so uh, anyway, the the implication later on is that Henry Crab was in cahoots with Michael Kitchen and his bad lads, despite the leg shooting. <laughs> um, and there's an investigation, and they want to hang Henry out to dry. So there's a slightly Corrupt assistant police chief who is in the, the other episodes that we watched
2: Freddie Fisher. Freddie mm. Fisher,
0: um, and the kind of the, the accusation from his assistant is that he won't let Henry Crab resign because Henry Crab makes Fisher look good because oh, right. Fisher claims the, the glory, the glory, yeah, yeah from Henry Crab's good work. So essentially, he blackmails Crab and says, okay. You can go and open your restaurant, you know, your little cafe. Pie shop. Uh but you have to keep <laughs> consulting for me when I want you. Right. And if he doesn't do it, he says it will reopen the investigation into Henry's possible wrongdoing. But Henry didn't wow. didn't do any wrongdoing. He didn't do any wrongdoing. <laughs> didn't do <no>. any wrong <laughs> He didn't do any wrongdoing. <laughs> so he doesn't trust Fisher to do a uh a, th- kind a, thorough, of a, job. a thorough job. No. Mm. No. I mean the evidence does point to Henry being on the inside and his um his lackey, his sergeant or whatever, detective, constable, detective sergeant, was, you know, on the take. Oh, so crab's uh, covering for him. Well, uh, he actually died in a car crash uh, while drunk. But mm. so he was trying to frame Henry, wow. if you can believe it.
2: A lot went, went on it's in this first
0: animes. episode. Mm. Big episode. It was quite good. Yeah, it was quite watchable. It, was it kind of went downhill from there, didn't it? But, I don't oh, know. Oh, we're not, not, I'm not really there for that. Yeah. Really, we are. Oh, Shall we talk
2: yeah. about the episode,
0: the other episodes we watched? Yeah. Go on, Tom, talk I about the other I'm going to be episodes. listening
1: extra intently, because it's been a little while since I've seen these. Oh, okay. Due to illness and holidays.
2: So this is as much for you as it is... For Keith. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> Who well, we yeah. certainly didn't watch it at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, there, yeah, Fresh in my mind. Okay, Gosh.
0: so... I'll correct you as you go along. Season 2... Incorrect.
2: So, <laughs> season 2, episode 5. Dead right. Um... I guess we haven't talked about the title sequence and the no. theme tune, which Ooh. I enjoyed. Me too. Um, it uh, is uh, a bookshelf. Mm-hmm. Um, the alternate titles are the titles seem to alternate between um, cookery Ooh. books mm. or cookbooks, and uh, like law practices and yeah. police mm, legal
1: I, tomes. Yeah. I
0: thought they were a little bit more uh, judicial, or you know, than uh, I would expect any sort of officer to read.
2: Well, he's a
0: detective, isn't he? Yeah, he's a detective officer. <laughs> he's an officer detective. Lieutenant. <laughs> I don't think time. he is a lieutenant. Uh, if anything, he'd be a lieutenant. But yeah, I wouldn't expect any sort of practicing police officer to be reading those sort of lawy books. Well, he's different here.
1: Average is Cerebral. Isn't he? he's c- cerebral. Yeah. It's yeah, exactly, just, yeah. just large, I think. Um, so the episode
0: opens with an introduction to.
2: Britain's most gifted psychic medium, Faith Revel, mm. um, who has been on the receiving end of some threatening letters. Mm. It it's your classic uh, newspaper threat, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. What yeah. do you call? There's probably a name for that style of letter.
1: What are they called? Uh, Ransom notes. Well, it's not really that, is it? But it's they're kind of like that, style, isn't that? It?
2: Sort of thing, yeah. Um, Ravel's manager goes to see Assistant Chief Constable Freddie Fisher that we've already spoke about Ooh. in the golf course um, and sort of coerces him into in, opening up an investigation because it turns out um, Faith Ravel previously helped the police find and apprehend some goons after being inspired, after being inspired by um, some sort of vision she had, a yes, premonition that's right <clears throat> Um, in the restaurant, Henry Crabb, uh, Richard Griffith, is um, drowning his sorrows in the company of his hens and some classical music. I think he's upset that um, someone put mustard on a pork chop or something like that. That sounds about right, yeah. yeah.
1: He's quite particular, isn't he?
2: Yeah. Um, Fisher recruits Crab to lead the investigation, um, but uh, Crab is dubious of faith revels talents
0: Fisher recruits Crab yeah, it? It. yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, Crab goes as far as to say you don't expect me to abandon my kitchen to go babysit some second rate fork bender do you nice
1: yeah go. Geller would have been all the rage back then I assume so. yeah but he, did, quite he was spoons
2: wasn't he not forks Well, did That's he do anything true. did he not discriminate
1: maybe he's very litigious and would have sued if he said spoons mm-hmm. yeah I bet
2: he is I bet he is, yeah, is. prick <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, uh, so the papers have caught wind of the letters Faith Revels has been receiving and running front page stories about them. Um, so Anyway, anyway Crab looks into this. He takes his wife Margaret to see Faith's show at the local theatre. Um, he's very sceptical of the whole act and he dismisses it as um, basic police que- questioning. Doesn't see anything mm. supernatural or paranormal or in any any doesn't see any evidence of anything interfering with another astral plane. Um but meanwhile the tape player in the hen House in the yard in the restaurant is has moved from classical music to blasting out the nineteen ninety two hit Ebony's a Good by the sh- the shaman, Charman. Mm. Charman. Sh- shaman. Shaman. Shaman Shaman Shaman, yeah. Yeah, the shaman. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's you. Shaman's a type of toilet tissue, isn't it? That's right. The shaman bear's like. Ultra. Yeah. yeah, koala? yeah.
1: Maybe it's the koala like smell.
2: I think it's a. But anyway. Um, oh. Bit
1: of trivia. Uh, there used to be a Chelsea footballer called Naughty Naughty, which always made me think <laughs> of the shaman. <games>.
2: Very naughty. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, that inspires the waitress, Nicola, Samantha Janus to do some inappropriate dancing in the kitchen.
0: It is a
1: bear
3: okay
2: oh, cool. it won't be the koala I'm sure anyway but also it turns out that um, the hens like early 90s brave music because their egg production increases exponentially 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 very good that's great um so Faith Revelle um continues to receive more letters which prompts Crab to go see Jim Shane um Faith's manager as he suspects the letters could have been sent by Shane as a part of a publicity stunt but Shane refuses that um the next night, at her, on her, or that night, during one of her shows, um, Faith is confronted by a desperate young man called Jez Lee, yeah. uh, who wants to speak to someone, um, his former girlfriend Sally. Um, but as soon as Faith starts to channel Sally, as it were, Jez gets frustrated and attacks her mm. in quite a dramatic fashion. Crab suspects Jez could have been the author of the letters, but realises he's barking up the wrong tree. When, um, oh yeah... Because all the letters are Bible verse, aren't they? Uh, yeah. and, and so yeah. Crab starts quoting some Bible verse, and Ches doesn't get it. He so doesn't seem like, to type. Do no, realise it can't be him. Uh, turns out Faithfulville t- tipped the papers off about the letters herself. So Crab hits the streets, the mean streets of wherever it is.
3: Yeah, where
1: is it? Is it I, I'm trying to work it out.
2: But he's, he's trying to find out Stupid who's been delivering town. the letters to the theatre, and he eventually hears from Jimmy at Oscar's Burger Bar. That a lady with a medallion has been skulking around the stage door, which is interesting because Faith always wears a medallion
0: herself. Oh, so is Faith, was it, Tom? Well, hold um, your horses.
2: Crab confronts Faith and gives her a piece of his mind, but he soon finds out. Found, yeah, he soon finds out that the police have arrested the real author of the letters, who is a lady called April, April Reynolds, who is a religious fanatic, mm-hmm. um, who doesn't like. Revel, uh, faith disturbing the dead,
0: but fits Faith's description. She
2: wears a medallion, mm. so yeah, you can see. I mean, it's, it's a not, MacGuffin. It's a MacGuffin. It's a MacGuffin. It's also, you know, I would have thought Crabb's work is largely evidence based, and it seems like a bit of a conclusion to jump to.
1: That because she has a medallion, yeah, it must be her. Yeah, yeah he was. Um, uh, yeah, blinded by his distrust of Faith in her methods, I'd say.
2: He didn't have Faith. That's lovely. <laughs> um, so Faith goes to see Jezly who reveals that Sally fell into a, quar- a quarry during one of their nighttime trysts mm. and he ended up burying her in the quarry. Yeah. Which is pretty... was darker than I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know, standard practice. <laughs> okay, that's not fine on that. Uh, so Jez is arrested and assess- Assistant Chief Constable Freddie Fisher turns up but is outraged when he discovers that the case was not solved through clever detective work, Uh but actually through Faith's visions Mm. again. Mm. Um, Then the episode culminates with Henry removing the tape of offensive rave music from the hen house. Um, Because even though the chickens have been laying far more eggs than is normal, the quality hasn't been
0: no, but well, they struggled with the hollandaise and they it kept on splitting.
2: That's interesting. So there's two... In both, both episodes we watched, there's a reference to splitting hollandaise. And mm. the um, uh, yeah. the remedies for that are different in each episode. So one was a, a spoonful of cold water and the other was a spoonful of warm water.
1: Do any listeners at home have any uh, idea about which is best for holidays, perhaps write in.
0: Please yeah, yeah. do, do right in. Send in your do recipes you and it's we'll getting, try them out. It's getting quite urgent now. <laughs> <laughs> That's been a while. i have got a lot of split sauce at home. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, so Henry basically explains that stressed out chickens lay stressed out eggs, Yeah. which goes some way to explaining why the various restaurant dishes have been failing over the course of the episode. Quality over really quantity. Yeah. Into, but yeah, that was a whistle-stop tour through a
0: Mm. season 2 episode 5 brilliant Samantha Janus at the height of her game 1 fame Mm. maybe
1: probably was it pre-game 1 or
0: post-game 1
1: it would have been 95 I think it would have been pre Perry game 1
0: Perry's game 1 like pre pre pre-thingy good concurrent
1: yeah I think that's what Perry means isn't it Perry is it no Perry I think it is Perry (laughs)
0: listeners
1: if you know please write (laughs) it it's getting out of (laughs) it now a lot of Perry's at home (laughs) Uh, yeah, it took a bit of a twist this episode. I was mm. um, I was expecting Faith to be exposed as a fraud, but actually, yeah. you know, and I was quite impressed, quite pleased to be uh, shown I was wrong. But uh, it turned out to be kind of a, a bit of a pro-medium slant to it. This episode, which mm. yeah?
2: you don't I... usually get. Do no, you? Yeah.
1: usually they're um, shown up
2: because they're all
0: charlatans.
2: Because they're all,
1: they charlatans. Are all charlatans. I don't believe that. You don't?
2: Well, I don't
0: know. Maybe mm. the time. Yeah. <laughs> but she had uh, sent or tipped off the newspaper haven't she yeah that's Charlotte's she behaviour that. isn't it mm. yeah she lied about that Tom well yeah. she lied about you dead auntie Mabel <laughs> give me all of your money that's what she's saying why is she saying that's what she's saying <laughs> she's not very <there> good <laughs> <laughs> uh, she forgot to break character
2: um, anything else on that episode
0: before
1: um, we move on um, hmm. the the headline in the paper was uh, quite amusing, because it was uh, just so badly written. as uh, a kind of snappy headline. I think it said, Well-known psychic faith revels receives anonymous death threats.
2: <laughs> That's not really...
1: <laughs> no. Um, I mean, I suppose it could be the sort of thing you would see in a local paper, but it did amuse me at how long-winded and uh, unsnappy it was. Yeah,
2: revel and receives is quite a... Uh, yeah. Um, Mealy mouthed
1: Yeah, yeah. And well-known. It just just tickled me. Um, But no, no, you've covered all the good stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah, didn't mind it. Yeah. So before we move on, let me just have a rummage through my sack Mm. for another postcard from Lindhurst. That's where he keeps them. Okay, here we go. So Lindhurst is home of the New Forest Reptile Centre, which itself is home to several grass snakes. But did you know that the grass snake is the largest reptile in the UK. It can grow up to one metre long.
0: That well, is long, isn't it? It's as much as a ruler. <laughs> uh, that's a postcard from Lint. That's that's oh, another one of those next week. Yeah. Maybe.
2: <laughs> Season 5. Perry. Episode 7. Oh, hang on. Perry. I think it's
1: but Maybe I'm thinking of the uh, Doctor Who assistant. Yeah, it
0: could be. A mythical superhuman being. Perry post pre. Uh, we're just doing some uh, dictionary looking listeners. Mm. What word describes the ear and the boss
1: is still there? In Persian mythology. Perry boss ear.
3: Yeah,
0: Perry during. Yeah, during. That was yeah. right. So Pe-
2: season it? five, episode seven.
0: P E R I. Yeah, oh, in if the, it's the right sign, uh, Oxford. Okay, the crabs are going on holiday to London. Season five. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right, the, the final season. Yeah. There we go. So for now. Tea time. Mm, no. Henry Difficult. is
2: apprehensive about the trip? Because he doesn't want to uh, leave his restaurant in the hands of people. from. Also, they always say restaurant. Restaurant. Which I'm sure is the proper way of saying it, but it sounds weird.
1: Mm. Is that just Crab, or do all the stuff say restaurant? Crab and
2: Mrs. Crab. They
1: uh, they're a bit snobbish. He's a bit snobbish. Yeah.
0: Isn't and Samantha Janus and friend have been replaced. Is they? it Janus? Well, uh, J- it's neither now, isn't it? It's one that...
2: So, Crab's friend (laughs) Nicky keeps a flat in London. Yeah. Um, Where they're staying. Uh, They run into one of Nick's. or Nicky. Is it Nick or Nicky? It's Nicky, isn't it? Yeah, Nicky. Nick. I've got Nick. Oh, okay. Well, one of his neighbours, who is a snooty old lady with a beret and a small dog. Typical Londoner. Mm, Yeah. You Um, can't move from. she has a bad attitude. Um, she's quite snooty herself to be yeah. fair
0: I mean the, the dispute about the wheelie bins does sound legitimate yeah yeah, she, she has got a legitimate beef. beef what, what is the dispute well I think Nikki had been using the bins on the wrong side of the building Like right. one set of bins are clearly for one side mm-hmm. of the building and the other bin is clearly for the other side and Nikki has been running rough, roughshod doesn't he all over that mm. to parry with the other things that he might have been doing parry he's a charlatan you? I don't think he was no yeah
2: try and join in ok but unfortunately the restaurant flu has struck the agency workers uh, down Uh, flu yeah Yeah. Uh, and they've sent two replacements Kevin and Carol
1: Carol seems familiar anybody Nicola Walker Nicola Walker from Spooks Spooks Uh, Uh, she's all over the TV The Last Train
0: The Last Train was a good program wasn't it I hated it well yeah it was very good hoverboard though I don't remember the ending. It's, uh, it was about a nuclear holocaust, wasn't it? Bloody hell. Yeah, so they... They'd, I mean, quickly... Uh, they were on the train. They were putting stasis on the train, sort of by accident. While they were in stasis, there was a yeah nuclear accident or war. Yeah. And they were revived or taken out of stasis once the fallout had drifted away. Yeah. And they are left to roam England, which is now uh, desolate. Right. Like okay. a... Cut what? Price, Walking Dead. I've
2: never seen this. That's no, great. Is but it a film or a... TV series. Nice on TV. Yeah. I
0: might, I might have it somewhere if you are to watch it, but it's not a, Not. a... I didn't like it. Oh, okay. And it's very good, but it's not very Oh, fun.
2: yeah, she's in that episode of Inside Number 9 from most recent season. Oh, she? talking of... God, that dark. was... That was pretty hard going, that Yeah, one. that was... Um, she's very good. She is, mm. yeah. Well, yeah. Kevin and Carol. Neither of them are that enthusiastic to be there. Um, and they're also terrible at their respective jobs See, Kevin has been brought in as a chef Carol as a waitress mm-hmm. Kevin is an, is an incompetent chef and Carol is a miserable waitress Surely isn't she very oh, Surly yeah, yeah. Um, back in London uh, Margaret Henry Crabbe's wife um, the flat was so 90s as well in it's interior decoration really where is it okay. yeah. I I'm trying to pitch hit as a nostalgia mm. um Margaret plays back an answering machine message um, featuring a very distressed woman who she um, she accidentally deletes it. But keep that in mind, because it comes into play yeah. later. Yeah, let's remember that. Uh, well, um, oh, yeah, because they think it might be Nikki's daughter, so Crab um, is pestered into calling her by Margaret, um, but her daughter says she's fine. Nothing to do with her. Although, not terribly convinced. No. But. Um, and then Margaret finds Nicky's packed suitcase under the bed, including a ticket for the flight he supposedly took the previous night. The plot thickens. Although Crab still doesn't seem that concerned. No. for a police officer. Um, uh, in the restaurant, Carol reveals herself to be a surprisingly adept chef. Mm. And Kevin um, is quite personable, so they basically end up swapping places. Um, and in turn both catch the respective eyes of Gary, the sous-chef, and Sally, the waitress. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Even though Kevin and Carol are meant to be a couple. Are they getting divorced? Their relationship is on the rocks. Is it on the rocks? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, In London, the crabs swing by a smoky, classy jazz bar Mm. owned by crab's old friend Michael, who um, offers some context. Uh, Basically, Nikki's in trouble I didn't really follow this. There's an informant called Danny Mailer. Oh yeah, this is it. Yeah, yeah. Who? Him, there's no love lost basically between Danny, mate. this Danny Mailer character and Nikki. Um,
0: so is Michael a bit of a gangster chap? I yeah,
2: can't. I think he might be. I wasn't quite clear what Crab's relationship was to. him. He
0: says to
1: Crab, "What brings you to the smoke?" Which is how everyone talks. About yeah, we all talk about yeah, like yeah. that. I
0: remember when he came down from. Uh, Wherever it is you're from, I said, "Hey Tom, welcome to the smoke." Yeah, yeah. And we all laughed. We all laughed. Didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Was it was a smoky, classy jazz bar, if memory serves. That's right, it was. Yeah, yeah
0: which I right owned. Then you went and nutted a
2: geezer, didn't you?
0: <laughs> Certainly did. Oh. Bad lad. He tried to uh, tried to skip the queue for the loo, didn't he? He
2: did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so when they get back to Nikki's flat, they find a man sleeping on the sofa. Um, Ken Purley from the Metropolitan Police, a colleague of Nicky's, uh, he claims he he's drunk he went out and um, is just sleeping it off bit of a weird uh, alibi mm. um, but Crab suspects otherwise mm-hmm.
1: finally he's yeah mm-hmm.
2: so they go see Nikki's daughter who reveals yeah this that, that is it out. it's all coming back to me she, she's she been seeing Danny Danny Mailer and um, she also reveals that Nikki was a bent cop yes yeah. not he on the take. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. That's what you, say? That's That's what you said take. earlier, wasn't it?
0: It was what I said earlier, yeah, because I'm up with lingo. There you are, yeah. should use it carefully. Mm. Yeah, especially in, in, it, in
2: the smoke. Um, mm. So, in the note, Nicky left crab. Uh, there's a reference to chip butties, which, this is kind of convoluted, but basically when crab worked in London... And him and Nicky had a good week. I don't really know what constitutes a good week.
0: Girls are people in a slammer. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. A slammer. Again, but careful with that terminology. Exactly, you've got
2: to mm, yeah. be. Or do be careful. Ooh. Um when after they had a good week, um, they would go have lasagna in a restaurant in Well. If they had a bad week, they'd go have chip butties at a cafe on the river. Sort of like
1: if you win or lose the apprentice task, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe it's where they
0: got it from. Could be.
2: So, which would you prefer, lasagna or chip butty? Mm, lasagna. Yeah, lasagna. Yeah.
0: Chip butty. Would yeah, you? Yeah, that was good. yeah, if you
2: get a good chip. I'd ideally like both.
1: Lasagna and a chip butty well, together. That's a lot of, it's
0: a beige meal, isn't it?
2: I'd have a green salad. I don't know. Oh, fine. You
0: yeah. didn't say that. That's fine.
2: No, I'm just thinking. You
0: know. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. I mean, you could mop up the lasagna leftovers exactly. with it. Exactly. Yeah, fine. Very good.
2: Um. So, Crab deduces that Nicky is probably at that cafe. Yes. So he goes goes along and the cafe is closed, but Nicky is indeed there. And he reveals that he killed Danny Mailer and Mm. put him in a bin.
3: In a
1: bin, because he was dead.
2: Yeah, and as Nicky is recounting this to Crab, Margaret discovers the body herself back at the flat. Um, And at that point, Ken Purley arrives at the crime scene to tidy up, and he takes Margaret... In the back of his van. Yeah. Um, so Nicky eventually sees the error of his ways and confesses to his crime. I think I've missed out a whole chunk there. That was quite a bit, but yeah, something happens.
0: Um, how, how believable did you feel that Henry Crabb's relationships with the, the club owner and uh, you know your Nick Spencer were the kind of... Uh, what seemed to be like a camaraderie between him and Thieves... Yeah. I mean, and it was in the first episode as well. Although obviously, obviously, you didn't see that. Mm. It's kind of like working with the underworld thing, mm. which I feel he has no credibility to do. How, how did you feel? He just seems too titular, jocular. Crab. Yeah. He doesn't seem the type. Bit no. too
2: bit too light.
0: Doesn't seem malleable, does he? No. I didn't believe it. Didn't no. Believe it. It's like he'd been hanging out with Winston. What's his name? Jake Winston. Ray, Winst- Ray Winston. Yeah. Right. Would you believe him to be a friend of Ray Winston? No, i do not at all. And these are all Ray Winstons, these people, aren't they, underneath?
2: Mm. Well, we all are, really. Well. We've all got a bit of Ray Winston. Inside us? us. Yeah. Um, Um, But back at the restaurant, uh, it turns out that... um, Yeah, well, basically it doesn't work out for Gary and Carol or Kevin and Sally, even though they have some flirtatious chemistry.
1: moments yeah yeah, chemistry, yeah 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 uh,
3: has Samantha Janus,
1: Janus left by this point yeah, yeah. left the know. show
2: I think I there is a photo of her isn't there, in the there game? Is. oh yeah that's right yeah Where yeah, the show yeah. Gary looks at, with the rest
1: great. of the cast of Game On <laughs> <laughs> there's a bit of promotion going on yeah there. um
2: any other note I've got from this which I don't really well it said in the credits that Sir Terence Conrad is in this episode. Sir so Terence, didn't it? Yeah, he was. I so didn't
0: know the who he was. He's smoking the cigar. He is South the South man smoking yeah. the cigar. He's a bit of a bomb villain. Bomb, <laughs> bomb <Dylan>. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, a He's a retailer, isn't he?
2: Designer. Like, designer Joseph he? Conrad.
1: That's Joseph Conrad, isn't it? No, what it's,
0: way. it's the author then. Oh, There's yeah, a, Art of Darkness. D- designer, but I think he is Terence's son.
1: Oh, okay. Um, there's a Google image of Terence Commeres which I showed Keith earlier, which looks a lot like uh, Paul Whitehouse in character, mm. with a bit of makeup on. <laughs> 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 uh, that's
2: wonderful. Yeah, oh, and that's the end of the episode.
1: The, well, the end of the episode is a sort of scat version of the theme tune, isn't it? To go with the kind of jazz. Oh, scene, yeah, oh, yeah. Which, uh, that, I that is the singer
0: from the jazz bar. Yeah. Is that right? Becker Weekly.
2: Oh wow! Boop 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 boop.
0: He thrust his arm for that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: last bit of trivia: Nick or Nicky, is the actor is and Gregor's uncle.
2: Uh um, it's Wedge, isn't it?
1: Is it
0: Wedge Antilles? Yeah, from Dennis Lawson. Dennis Lawson.
2: Yeah. How yeah. does she He played Wedge in um, a New Hope. Yeah. And maybe the original, the whole, all three original. Star
1: mm. Wars yeah. yeah I'm familiar, familiar. with you. obviously Ian McGregor it's, it's a family family affair, affair. Well, I didn't know that that's how he oh, yeah. got, got
2: the job nepotism what? at work
0: that is yeah well let's you know, maybe not dwell on the first three Star Wars films uh, well thank you Tom you're welcome that, you, they Tom. were a marvellous whistle stop tour
2: yeah I, I did feel like
0: Griffith says that in know, uh, and I marvellous
2: Marvelous. And then he
0: melts at of the end. He yeah. does, yeah, good film.
2: Garlic, rosemary, and salt. <laughs>
0: I think I can smell wild garlic. That's a uh, quote from the first episode.
2: I think it's time I released you from the meat and transferred your talents to the lagoon.
1: <laughs> Do you know how old Richard Griffiths is in, with now and I? Uh, if you had to guess.
0: Yes, yeah, so I would. Like 40s? 40, no, 44. I think he's about 38. Really? He looks incredibly old, he doesn't does, he? Does, I'm yeah. one monkey. Yeah, 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 and
1: for the way he talks as well. Everything about him suggests a man in his fifties. I'd say. But
0: yeah. No. Before we get on to the general favourite line and character element of the podcast, do you have any Henry Crab quotes you enjoy particularly? Assuming he's not your favourite line.
2: Oh, there was a good one. He said to Margaret, "Don't be so lurid Try to rem- and try and remember you're an accountant." When she was getting caught up in like flights of fantasy I didn't deliver it very well. Oh,
3: that's
1: okay. <laughs> Uh, it's no comfort, he says at one point. Like um, it's not very funny, but he delivered it well because he's, f- he's a fine actor. There's
2: a fantastic bit where they're at Faith Revels', Revel's show, mm. and Margaret sits down with like a strawberry cornetto, and he looks at her like, "Where's mine?" And she sort of says like, "Oh, I didn't think you wanted one." And he sort of looks away. And he just sort of looks like furious. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah,
0: he's splendid. I, th- I think. Uh, I- I- again to uh, maybe build a case for a Bond leaning in the first episode mm. when he orders a drink very much in a shaken and a stirred manner he says gin and tonic no ice no slice mm. uh, I don't think that's repeated in, uh... oh
2: no I think he says that in the
0: London episode
2: mm. there I you can't get. remember let's
0: just ring a vague bell does he Does he also do the that
2: would be horrible warm gin yeah.
0: and tonic why would you well, do it doesn't it? Have to be warm they don't have to heat it it's just you know but...
2: Well, will the tonic be refrigerated?
0: Yeah, you'd refrigerate your tonic, not your gin.
1: I read an article about how a, a martini shake not stirred is a bad way of having a martini. That's true,
0: yeah. You should. You get a cloudy
1: it. martini, you get lots of
0: bits of ice in there.
2: Who told you this?
0: It was on the AV Club. Oh,
2: right.
0: Yeah. 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 This has been something doing around for a while, but yeah, you should really be stirring your martini. Yeah, you're
2: quite good with martinis, aren't I you? I certainly am, Tom, yeah. Oh. Very good with them, we get on very well. Do you wash your olive before you put it
0: in? I will not <laughs> have olives in my martini.
2: Oh but, yeah, this has come off. Yeah, with this. well,
0: yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't think they have any place in martinis, frankly. No. Um, no, they just fail. Disgusting. Mm. All right. Um, much like, you know, your very Winston problem. I thought that's cleared up. <laughs> uh, so,
2: favourite line, favourite
1: character. Favourite character, crab. Yeah. Favourite line, I can't remember. Um, well, the 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 bent no 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 the the Fetty Fisher he uh, he goes into the kitchen of the restaurant at one point when he's trying to coerce crab into um, taking the case, mm. and crab gives him something to stir. When they finish talking, Fisher says, what am I doing? What am I making here anyway? And Crab says, "Raspberry f- no, gooseberry
0: fool. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was delicious. Yeah, it just reminds me of the fact that I didn't really like Henry Crab that much. Oh, okay. oh he's,
2: def- he's my favourite character as well. Yeah. And my favourite line was, now if you'll excuse me, I'm going to make garlic bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, imagine the delivery. Yeah, My favourite character, of course, Terence Conlan. Playing himself. <laughs> Why, of course! <laughs> well, he's, he's fantastic. He's stood it's a non speaking part. Isn't yeah, it? but he smoked a cigar very well. Right. Uh, I really believe it. And uh, my favourite line was delivered by. Don't say Sir Terrence Connor. <laughs> Sir Terrence <laughs> Connor, but, uh, Ken Perley, oh, yeah. who kept on reminding Maggie that Henry would be staunch. That He's staunch, Henry. he will be staunch. Oh, right. mm. I don't know very much. He wasn't in the end. No. Uh, but still, I enjoyed that. What staunch mean? I assume it just means he would go along with the the badness. Oh, yeah. He'd close rank.
2: Well, it's not that he he didn't go. Like, I mean, he sort of he he made he let Nicky make the choice, didn't he? Yeah,
0: pretty sure it is Nick. But it's like, why have I written down Nikki? I mean, you know, got a mean? Nick. You know I can't,
2: yeah. I've every every instance it says Nicky. Yeah, Well, yeah, We can well, rely on you with names, can't we? <laughs> I can
0: write down <laughs> anything. Gary. Yeah, it's like oh, don't
2: worry about that,
1: was years ago. <laughs> um, my housemate, I watched it with my housemate, and he commented that you never see uh, Richard Griffiths getting in or out of the car in the whole of the pine oh. Sky. He's always just in the car, and then the next scene, he's no longer in the, the car, which could in. be something to do with his... Because he's big, let's he, be he frank, yeah, he's carrying some weight. He?
0: Well, In the first episode, uh, he owns and drives a Saab 900, Oh. Okay. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, isn't that what you've got? No, I've got a sub ninety nine. She's a previous model. What? But a sub ninety nine. This is also beige. Well, <laughs> as you know, mine is cream, not not beige. Henry's is red. Um, but it makes a lot of sense. His wife's an accountant and the sub nine hundred is very good value. Economical car. Mm. Does lots of miles. And of course it can it's sporty, which is what a girthly police good. officer needs. Is that a word? No. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I don't think it is in this context. <laughs> could be a word. Yeah. I'm not going to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots we'll of get to fit this, this up. Okay. Um, well, that brings us neatly on to scoring, mm. It? Mm. Show me the birds. Show me the birds. Well, I do have those ready. Um, I mean, I don't really want to explain it again, listeners, <laughs> but. Oh, <right>. Sorry. <laughs> The bigger the birds the smaller the number of course and the higher the score. So one mower, biggest, that is our highest score. And ten is sparrow, our lowest score.
2: Smart
0: barrow <laughs> What? It's just a noise. Um, so to give so Space Precinct, Tom, you gave a two, which is an ostrich. That's a very high score. That's very generous, oh, isn't it? Yeah. Graham, you gave it four, a flamingo. A middling score. Uh, so, with that in mind, Tom.
2: Um, I mean, in retrospect, I don't think I should have rated Space Prince Precinct quite that well, high. No, we can't go back. But we can't go back. These things are set in stone. No. Um, I will say uh, for whatever that is,
0: flamingo. So it's a flamingo, Tom. Yeah. As you, not, you well know. <laughs> um,
1: Graham I think went... Tom going high last time made me go higher than I meant to, and for me, me to give this the same ratings. Space Precinct would be incorrect, so I'm gonna have to go three Gastornis. Can I yeah.
2: change mine to the three actually? Because thinking about it, I would rather watch Pie in the Sky again mm-hmm. than Space
1: Precinct. Really? Really? Yeah, I could probably get into this series.
0: I mean, again. that's still lower than what you gave Space Precinct, but that's fine. But you'd have to give it a mower. I'm not gonna
2: give it a mower.
0: Ostrich? That puts it on par. Oh, with sorry,
2: Space which one's better?
0: Ostrich is better than tortoise. It's crystal clear. <laughs> Low number is high. But, uh, it just, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so you're gonna stay with that, are you? <laughs> so you're giving it a lower score in the space precinct even though you enjoy it. Okay, it, I'll give it. Rate
2: it the same then. The fucking ostrich. Sorry. Two. Didn't mean to swear.
0: What do you think, who? ostrich? I think he didn't like it. He's gonna give it a golden eagle. <laughs> Uh, well I gave Space Precinct a three did you yeah what were, we on, what were we smoking that week <laughs> um, I can't decide whether I like this more actually yeah I'm going to give this two but you said you didn't <laughs> no, I said I didn't like <laughs> I said I didn't like Henry Crabb very much because of his cause yeah before... but you said it
1: went downhill after the first episode yeah well the
0: first episode was better well one than... was it <laughs> <laughs> perfect terrorism <laughs> it was perfect <laughs> Well, as you know I re-watched them last night and I, I could have just let one roll on but I mm. did skip through it okay. so, why uh, didn't
2: you like Henry Quir- Well, because I, I think he's a great character mm, I I mean, enjoyed he's that. a very I what, I don't know fantastic why. actor as well if you already established
0: I suppose because I didn't feel it was very consistent or believable if they, if they just had him sort of serious throughout yeah. it, as, as like the first episode had, had him then that would have <clears> been fine but I think trying to put some frivolity into it, didn't, didn't really work I for me.
2: I quite like that, I quite like the warmth, I quite like that, he wasn't just a calculating like, aloof, as no. a lot of these detectives seem to be, they've always got a thing that makes them like, yeah. jerks, basically.
0: Yeah. I mean, he was a bit of
1: a... He was a bit crabby, which, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, you can see what they're doing, but yeah, he's, he does have a heart, a bit of warmth, yeah. Does he have his silver pepper grinder? In, in the mm-hmm. second two episodes. That's not even. is I it? I don't think
2: i don've ever seen what he carries
0: it around with him. Yeah, so in the first episode... Uh, yeah, right, he in he his gun holster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very, very small one. Uh. I and mean, then Michael Kitchen actually steals it from him. Well, he would do, wouldn't he? he missing one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Very nice. Uh, so Graham, have you got a very special present for us? I have got a quiz. Yeah. yeah. It's...
1: um. I think it's going to be quite funny, but I was really scraping the barrel. The gun barrel. You,
0: uh,
1: you don't need any knowledge of television to do this. Oh, actually, no, you, you kind of do. Well, let's just see. Let's just see. Um, so, Henry Crabb is his name, and obviously you can get crab cakes. You certainly can. <laughs> um, so, with that in mind, I'm going to say uh, a word. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's kind of word association. Uh, some of them are idioms, some of them are just things. Some of them. Yeah. Well, let's see how this goes. Sounds okay. Very so, if I was to say cakes, yeah. you would say crab, and then we'd obviously have to titulate the titular <laughs> <detective>. <laughs> <laughs> What was I smoking when I did this? Uh, okay, so. I'll say a word, or words, and then you'll have to fill in the gap with the name of a television detective. Oh, okay. Okay? I'm learning as you are, because I wrote this a while ago. So, I'm going to say, for the first question, blank, under the hammer. Oh.
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, perfect. Something on his phone, very modern.
2: Well, because I've got yeah, Yeah. a lot of business. Something. Oh, you should say what
1: it was. Oh yeah. Uh, It's Holmes under the hammer. Mm. Sherlock Holmes. Very good, Thank you. Holmes. Um, Up shit, blank. Oh. Mm Mhm. Oh yeah. 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 He's got it. Tom's got it. Creek. shit Creek. Jonathan Creek. Uh, mm, 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 mm,
2: blank mm, code. Sorry, say again?
1: Blank code. Kate's got it. Tom, I'm going to have to hurry you because there's very little jeopardy in this quiz otherwise. Uh, three, two, one...
0: Bar. someone's going with bar. Bar Okay. 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 Inspector Bar.
2: bar. (laughs) Oh Morse. Fuck. Morse. Morse Kids got Morse.
0: Yeah. To his friends.
2: Anyway. Can I have? No. (laughs) I
1: said it. (laughs) Blank bite. This is going quite well. This quiz. Mm. I'm enjoying it. Bite. Blank bite. Don't give me that face, Tom. <laughs> uh, Keith's written something. Tom's shaking his head. Disdainfully. Hang on, give me a sec. All right, I'll give you um, five.
3: Um,
1: Just write something. Okay. Keith's gone with Snake, oh, okay. which is wrong. Frost. Tom's gone with Snake. It's Frost. Inspector Jack Frost. Oh, no. Frostbite. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last one. Every blank wins. It's a bit contrived. <laughs> it was a song.
0: Oh,
1: really? Every Wins. I think it was a song. Yeah, it was a song. We've talked about it before, actually, in this very quiz. It was a song by a soap star.
3: Yeah.
1: A bit of a heartthrob in the 80s. Mm. In the 80s. Yeah, I think I remember who
0: sung it. But Nick
2: Berry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What's the missing word? <laughs>
2: Fairy.
1: Point. Oh my god. it's just falling apart. At the last hurdle. Body, everybody. <laughs> What's rude about a body? <laughs> that's bloody <Bill Odyton>. time. <laughs> Is that uh, wrong? That's wrong. Keeps going with one. It's loser, Luther every oh. loser oh. Yeah, I to be loser,
0: but,
1: um, I Yeah, I know. Well, it didn't matter in the end. Ooh. It wasn't decided, thankfully. Um, Keith won. You won one. I Keith won. Oh, wow,
0: that's
2: won rare, cone. isn't it? Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, I usually win them. No, you don't. I'm smarter. No, not really.
0: me. <laughs> uh, well, it's good to win. That was good a bad win.
1: quiz, but I thought it was quite funny. Oh uh,
0: yeah, that's good. Thanks, Graham. Well, oh, all right. It. Very much.
1: Good.
2: Well, I think that. Oh yeah, Oh yes.
0: Tits, That's what. We, that's what's weird really about points. <laughs> <laughs> Extra point. Yeah. Thank you very much. Win by two points. <laughs> Not that I'm counting. Although I have got the scores. But you didn't win last week. No, or, t- technically that's true. Or the week. I don't before. think you've
1: won this series.
0: No, although we did. Have you ever won? Yeah. yeah uh, I think you took a
1: lead in series two.
0: That's right. And, and the Xmas special, we drew. That's yeah, not the same. It is the same. Wasn't it? Basically, it didn't
2: happen.
0: Uh, I mean, it's written down. So, like with your Nikki, it happened. Let's happens.
2: wrap it up, Keesh. <laughs> Oh, Who have homes got
0: homes under the hammer to go to? No, Holmes. Mm. under the hammer. Uh,
2: I'm going Sherlock. anyone ever said that? I'm
1: going Sherlock. Well,
2: oh, Graham, where are you going? Oh, I'm just going Sherlock. Ah,
1: oh, I was in home. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Homes?
2: Yeah, it doesn't make sense. If you're going to multiple.
1: Yeah. If you're I'm a postman, perhaps.
0: Going to home. Just on my Sherlock. <laughs> just on my Sherlock. On my homes? Yeah. yeah it, doesn't doesn't sense. Sense. it doesn't make sense, no. Well, on that note, um, thanks for listening to Sparrow Talk presents Pie in the Sky, starring in Pie. Uh, we'll be back <laughs> next week with another episode. Yeah, I might have been press ganged into. Uh, so it's goodbye for me, Tom.
2: Goodbye, listeners, and remember: if your hollandaise sauce splits, get equal amounts of cold and warm water, and just keep putting them both in until something happens.
1: Yeah. Um and it's goodbye from me Graham goodbye bye
2: bye, bye.